Thanks for listening to Marketing B2B Tech, the podcast from Napier where you can find out what really works in B2B marketing today. Welcome to Marketing B2B Technology, the podcast from Napier. Today, I'm joined by Tim Bone. Tim is the founder of Gated Content and a marketing technologist. Welcome to the podcast, Tim. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, it's great to have you on, Tim, particularly as as you seem so busy. You're um, still working at an agency as well as um, driving Gated Content. How do you manage to do all that? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Um, Well, I mean, it's really because Gated Content is a spin-off from... Uh, my experiences um, from working in a marketing agency. So, you know, over the years uh, at the agency, we've built quite a few tools and uh, applications for enterprise businesses doing B2B marketing. And, um, you know, a couple of them turned out to be quite interesting and we took them to market. And gated content is really the main uh, one we're focusing on right now. So, yeah, I do have, I wear two hats on a, on a, day, on a weekly basis. That's impressive. So gated content, was that designed to solve a problem for a, a specific client or a group of clients? It was probably a, um, a sort of pattern emerging that we saw when we worked with large businesses uh, running marketing automation. So we've been working with companies like that for probably nine or 10 years, uh, working with the likes of Eloqua, Marketo, HubSpot, or Pardot. And we noticed the challenge that large businesses had in trying to uh, roll out their lead generation forms um, across their their websites at scale, and certainly when you look at uh, multi language or multi country um, campaigns, uh, it, it really was a challenge. Uh, really getting it right and getting your standardisation in there. So that's kind of where the product came from. Interesting, and presumably that that problem's got worse over the the nine years you've been running the business as uh, people have m- moved more and more to inbound marketing or content marketing. That's right, yeah. It's, and um, what we're finding is it's really a, a sort of a maturity point with our clients is that they may start with marketing automation, uh, doing more sort of data activities where you might be just doing batch and blast, loading lists in and things like that. And then as they mature and start to expand out and trying to enable uh, campaign creation for their teams they realize this is a challenge they realize that actually keeping control of all the the data that you get from inbound marketing and 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 doing uh, lead capture and, and and content gating uh, it can be a real problem and that's where we come in and we sit between the website layer and the marketing automation system just to make it far easier to to roll out campaigns quickly and efficiently Interesting. So I'm guessing you're not another form builder. You're trying to to solve a different problem. Do you want to talk a little bit bit about exactly what you're trying to solve, what the challenges that uh, your enterprise customers have? Yeah, that's right. We're not, I mean, there are lots of form builders out there and they're, and they're designed to sort of, you know, drag and drop and quickly put a form together and style it uh, in a sort of one off or or a handful. What we're about is, is solving how you scale up your marketing um, automation activities and your lead capture from inbound marketing. Um, so it's the idea is that we you have a uh, your marketing operations team or your maybe your demand center for want of a better word um, sit in the middle and they define your standards for data capture for lead generation. You know what what are we going to be asking? What's our 
privacy policy, what are dis what are disclaimers, um, what industries do we ask, uh, do we support, what product areas are we going to ask, all those kind of standards in the middle, and then they they're defined in the center, and then our system enables marketing teams to come in and use those standards and build campaigns uh, and forms very quickly and efficiently, stick them into any uh, web page, any content management system that they might be using uh, independently of the, of the content management system. Um, and therefore you end up with uh, consistent data you know, across the entire, entire enterprise. Um, and certainly as we're seeing, there's a drive for, for in multinational companies towards centralization of infrastructure um you know we absolutely help with that that kind of that, that process to bring everything into one system it sounds a bit like you're taking the the boring stuff away from those, those marketing teams they don't have to worry about you know consistency of data or notices and things like that that they have to worry more about the campaign they're running and uh, I'm, I'm sure not only does that make them more efficient but it probably also makes their job more fun as well Absolutely, yeah. So we kind of replace. Uh, if you imagine a lot of the way a lot of uh, digital campaigns are put together, you would probably have to involve your web team, maybe your marketing automation team, to to put together a a, a gating experience or, or or a few web pages. Make sure they're connecting up their analytics. Make sure your measurements correct. Make sure we're following the data standard guidelines. Do the translation work. All that kind of thing is sort of already built into our system. And all the marketer has to do is decide what content pieces do they want to gate, um, what what's the messaging they're going to give to the user, maybe provide some analytics information like you know what what's what's my asset name or what's my uh, event label I'm going to push into my analytics system. You just define a few things from a marketing point of view, and away you go. You don't really have to get any of the tech team involved to actually build campaigns out. And that must, um, you know, massively increase the speed of getting campaigns out with, without needing, you know, developers and, and, you know, potentially marketing automation experts involved. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that was really one of the things we saw over the years was the, the time it took to put a campaign together, particularly multi-language, just the build time and then the QA time to make sure everything was connected up and your leads were flowing through and maybe you're triggering the right nurtures in the background or whatever it might be, you know, that could take weeks to put together. And it really comes down to, you know, a matter of minutes, really, or hours just to do the form part of your campaign now. That's brilliant. And in terms of how it works, I mean, presumably what you're doing is you're taking data and feeding it into a, a marketing automation system. Is that typically what you're trying to do? Yeah, exactly. So we don't replace marketing automation. We just sort of make it um, easier to, to enable and get people using it. So we sit between the the web layer and marketing automation. Uh, typically, what we, we allow customers to do is where they may be creating hundreds of forms in, in their marketing automation platform. So let's say you're using Eloqua or Marketo, you might be creating a form for every asset that you're gating. Um, because uh, we essentially orchestrate the front-end layer in, 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 the, in the browser from the user sees, they can funnel all of those, those front-end forms into just one or two back-end forms in, in, in Eloqua or Marketo. So, you know, the, the overhead in the back-end is, is vastly reduced. 
and also you end up with a much more standard workflow uh, sort of lead management workflow in the background that's interesting so I mean, again, you're you're taking away the the building of forms in in marketing automation. I mean, that that often is quite difficult or time consuming for marketing automation teams because of the the expertise that's sometimes needed. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I mean, not what we've seen a lot of customers do is when they reach that maturity uh, point and have that problem, they'll probably just invest in. Uh, technical, you know, more technical resource. They get more market automation developers in, or they might offshore it to a, a company somewhere that has a lot of tech people. We can sort of help really ha- avoid having to do that. That sounds great. That sounds like, uh, you know, something most people struggling with marketing automation would, would like to do, because I know it's it's really mm. tough to recruit um, people who are experts in those platforms at the moment. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, just in terms of what gated content does, is is that all gated content does? It just sits in front of the the marketing automation system, or do you have other integrations to provide other functionality? Yeah, so when we talk about content gating, we're not just talking about uh, you know gating a PDF, which is you know the classic thing to do is to gate a, a guide or, or, or a white paper, something like that. But it could also be uh, gating a webinar on an on-demand webinar, which might be through a video platform. So we have integrations with video platforms. Uh, so we, you know, YouTube or Vimeo or uh, Vidyard, those kind of things. Uh, we also have integrations um, with data enrichment platforms as well. So uh, there are quite a few sort of firmographic uh, smart form technologies out there and the one we often integrate with is demand base and that allows us to enrich the lead as it's being uh, converted from unknown to known by completing the form we can do a lookup uh, with demand base and pull in additional firmographic data such as you know revenue or sick code um, number of employees that kind of thing and that sounds great because you know often that's very difficult data to get via a form but can be very important in terms of uh, lead scoring and lead qualification. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, interesting. The other things we integrate with as well, actually, uh, just remind me, is web analytics as well. So, you know, the, the lead conversion point is is a, is a critical point uh, within that the life cycle of that lead. And you want to be doing, you know, quite a few things. And one of them would be uh, firing off uh, into your web analytics platform, firing off conversion events or goal events, or firing off things like pixels as well for, for media campaign reporting. We can help orchestrate that that part. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is, as well as data en- enrichment, you're also helping with, with attribution and tracking as well by making that Absolutely, easier. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that's a big part of it. Attribution is a good it's a good one to bring up. So, um, you know, a lot of companies are using the Google standard, which would be UTM parameters to to, to track inbound channels. Uh, and you know our, our tool is has that built in, and we can capture last touch, first touch, or start, or collate multi-touch UTMs and push them through onto the lead. A lot of our a lot of our clients are utilising that that feature. Interesting. I mean, you you talk about the clients, and you, you mentioned you know people with multilingual campaigns and and large numbers of of assets. I, I mean, is there a, a a company that is the typical gated content customer? Yeah, good question. Um, we do. We pro- our sweet spot is enterprise and multi 
in multinational companies, but we do scale down to smaller companies as well. Um, the, probably the, the main thing is that you're doing a lot of inbound marketing and you're utilizing content in some way. So you have a fair amount of content that you're using to convert new leads. So that would probably mean a sales cycle that's 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 relatively long. It's not a instant transaction on the website type uh, relationship. Um, and there's a reasonable amount of content that you're trying to to get across. So, you know, white papers, guides, that kind of thing. Okay. And, and is that, I, I mean, quite often you see that around um, quite technical B2B industries. Is that um, typical within your customers or do you see a broader range of uh, customers doing content marketing? Yeah, the kind of kind of industries we work with, probably engineering, manufacturing, technology, uh, fintech companies, um, uh, business services companies, those kind of things. Um, and they they align quite well probably with the kind of companies that, that that do need marketing automation because that leads itself to the idea of you know nurturing leads through a through a, a buyer journey so I, I mean it's been interesting talking about gated content i you know i i'm intrigued one of the benefits of, of working with you must be the fact that you see an awful lot of um gated content on on the web i mean you know i know you've you've had uh, millions of leads run through the system I'm interested, you know, what do you see as working the best in terms of strategies for, um, you know, driving lead gen through content marketing? Yeah, that's a good question. And I mean, the first thing I'd say there is that gated content can have a bit of a bad rap. Um, and because people gate too much, maybe, or they gate stuff that that's low value. But what we see as being the best approach is having a site-wide approach to, to gating content. Don't just look at it as a as part of a campaign, uh, although it can be part of a campaign. Look across all of your content, across all of your websites, and and look at the opportunities to that where you have valuable content or interesting content that is a, is worth that value exchange. And that's that's absolutely what we're about: is making it easier for companies to gate stuff at scale and to gate it on their main website, not just on landing pages, that kind of thing. Other other kind of features that, that can help is pro things like progressive profiling, which means that we you can ask only a couple of questions maybe on the first visit or the first asset, um, and then ask a few more on each asset after that. So you're building up a profile over time and you're not creating this massive barrier to people converting. And that's a built-in feature of our tool. And presumably with that progressive profiling, what you're doing is auto-filling a lot of those details because you know them already and then just asking the, the next question. Exactly, yeah. What we do is we leverage the existing uh, tracking technologies that come with the marketing automation platform. So if if you're using Eloqua or Marketo or Pardot, they will automatically be tracking your users if they're, if they've already converted. And we'll leverage that cookie and those scripts and we'll pull that into the forms. And so could that potentially pull in data from the marketing automation platform that hasn't gone through gated content then? So maybe something that's been uploaded by sales? Correct. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, if they're cookied in some way. So another way of them being cookied is if they've, if they've uh, clicked through from an email that's come from marketing mm -hmm. automation, that will make them known to marketing automation. Uh, we can leverage that that tracking cookie and and pre-populate uh, the forms for the user. That's that's interesting. You don't lose any of the benefits of of 
the data in the marketing automation platform that's that's all available no absolutely cool. yeah yeah we're trying to work with all the technology that the clients already have and not not fight against it not trying to reinvent the wheel <laughs> exactly right yeah yeah so you mentioned something um, a couple of questions ago that I found very interesting. You talked about how you help people gate content across the website rather than just on landing pages. And I know, you know, a, a lot of marketing automation systems eventually, you know, you end up with this kind of ghetto of landing pages on a subdomain, um, mm. which which can be difficult. I mean, can you talk a little bit about what you do to to address that problem? Yeah, so again, this is again probably a bit of a maturity thing. I think is that when you start off with market automation, you start building things on on the landing pages that come in those platforms because that's the easy thing to do, and probably your web team are busy doing other things. Um, but that is a, a bit counterproductive in the long term because you you don't really get a good organic reach by doing that. You know, you're, like you say, your landing pages are a bit a bit siloed off and they're not part of your main website. So you get to a point where you realize um, that you really need to be doing gating uh, and pushing campaigns and, uh, you know, and doing inbound marketing to your main website. And you're going to get the benefit of paid media going there, but also organic traffic as well. So our, 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 our tool is designed to work with any content management system. It's a client side technology. If you can create a hyperlink on a page, then you can gate something on a page. You don't need to create separate uh, special landing pages for forms. You don't need to create thank you pages. It's all done there and then. The, and the experience and the transaction is created in the page where you put it. So a good example for, uh, I like to give is if you've got a blog page, you might be have a blog on a particular subject and you know that you've got a white paper that, that is a really good companion piece to that blog article. If you can create a hyperlink in the blog using our tool, then you can put, drop a gate uh, create an opportunity to create a lead conversion point there and then on the page without any extra work. So it's as simple as just a hyperlink. I mean, how does that actually work in practice? What's the technology behind it? So our script sits on the page. It's a, you know, it's a tag on a script that goes on the page like most tech marketing technology that you might utilize. And it's just scanning every page as the user loads it, looking for our embed links. And our embed links are, are basically just they look like hashtags basically and and uh, when we see one of those on a hyperlink we just replace it with um some script that, that generates the, the the content gate on the fly wow so so literally you put a link in and then when you um when when a visitor views the page it gets replaced by the form that that's almost magic exactly right <laughs> yeah 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 absolutely interesting so you know looking forward i mean you've talked about gating we've, we've talked a little bit about gating across um the whole website and just on landing pages which is obviously one mistake people can make i mean what what are the other things you see people doing wrong um with their forms or with their content that's causing them to miss out on generating leads um i would probably say um having an approach which is i'm a singular approach. So I'm creating my campaign, I'm creating, generating leads for my campaign. And therefore, the my sales guys need these eight pieces of data in order to qualify them. So I'm going to create a form with those eight questions on it. Because, uh, you know, on my on my most valuable ebook, nothing else. 
Whereas you want to take a more holistic approach, um, you know, gate a number of assets and gate them across the website and and reduce it down and take a longer term view. Say, right, well, I may not get the eight questions I need straight away because I'm going to I'm nurturing these people over time. Maybe my my sales life cycle is a, a three to six month period. Therefore, I'm I'm going to give them the time to 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 come back read more things and I'll, I'll 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 build the profile up over time so this is the the kind of progressive profiling versus the one piece of content that hopefully Correct. someone's yeah. going to give you know all their data to uh, to receive exactly um, yeah. so progressive profiling is part of that but the other thing might be utilizing different types of forms for different types of assets so you know a three a three four field form for something that's lightweight, maybe an infographic or something like that, and then more heavier forms for, for heavier content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That definitely makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, if people listening to this are, are interested and, and you know, they'd like to try gated content, they probably have a few questions. I mean, the first is, you know, with any migration of, um, you know, either form-based technology or, or marketing automation, it always seems to be a nightmare. Does, does it take a really long time to get gated content up and running? Hmm. It really depends. So some of our customers have been up and running in a couple of weeks, um, ready to go. And others, we can take, you know, a few months to, to really nail out with them what they what their standards are going to be, um, maybe what their, their lead flow is going to be in the background, because what we try and do is align the questions we're asking uh, or the data we're sending within our gates to a back-end lead process. So do we want to trigger an MQL um, process that pushes them straight to Salesforce? Do we want to put them in a particular campaign or a particular list? Do we want to register them with a third-party webinar system? All that kind of thing. So it depends how complicated it is, uh, but somewhere between a couple of weeks and a couple of months should get you there. And presumably that's for, for companies with quite a large number of forms. Correct, yeah. yeah. And there will be a bit of a migration process involved, um, but we have the capabilities of, of generating gates in bulk. So we normally go through a process where they'll audit what they're doing, give us a spreadsheet of everything you want, and we'll generate all the gates and give you back the codes, and they just get dropped into the content management system. Wow, so the customer doesn't really even need to to generate those those forms. They're just auto-generated and they drop in a link then. Exactly right, yeah. It's just like creating a database record, basically. Brilliant. That's uh, That sounds great. Mm. So, I mean, we've talked about an awful lot of functionality here, and yet you, you said that although gated content is primarily targeted at enterprise, you know, a range of company sizes um, use it. Is, it. is it an expensive product? So we're we're a SaaS company uh, and we we price it like that. So we price it on on volume of use, and our starting point is is around about two hundred pounds a month, uh, and we scale up from there. Yeah, and that's definitely not expensive, particularly if someone's using marketing automation tools like uh, Marketo or Eloqua. Exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially um, on the price of uh, marketing automation developers as well, their day rate. Well, absolutely, yeah. Compared to yeah. compared to hiring someone, it's um, yeah. it, it's a massive saving. That's that's mm -hmm. uh, that's really impressive. Yeah. 
I, I mean, thank you. This has been, you know, really interesting. I, you know, it seems like every time I ask a question, there's something new I learn about gated content. Is there anything I, <laughs> I, I should have asked about that I haven't, or you know, any features that you feel you know perhaps people might not realize uh, are included in the product? Yeah, sure. So there's one um, one feature that we're particularly proud of is our sort of dynamic rule engine, a, a way of um, it, we can automatically manipulate what a, a form's doing uh, based on other data that's happening in the form. And a common use for this is actually with privacy um, and consent. And obviously that's a that's a, a big challenge with companies. Again, when you're looking globally is what consent should I be seeking depending on which country or even maybe if in the US, which state that user's in? Um, or are they already op uh, opted in and consented to market? Are they already a customer? So all those data points come together and are, we have a dynamic rule engine that, that we can manipulate what, what, what's happening on the form. So our customers will take all that data, you know, what country is the user in, et cetera, et cetera, and then decide what's going to be shown from a consent point of view. Are you asking for an opt-in? Are you asking for an opt-out? Are you opting in by channel? Do you change the privacy link? Uh, and all that's got to be translated as well. And we have a translation engine built into so th that that kind of thing is we're particularly proud of, and our our customers can manipulate and change that as their legal interpretation of of, of privacy rules changes. They can do all that themselves because it's a no code solution for for doing dynamic uh, forms. That sounds really interesting because I know you know a lot of um, companies have problems where you know somebody signs up on a form, they opt in, and then the next thing they they sign up for. They get offered that opt-in again, um, and they they don't choose to opt-in, and the, the contact's lost. Then, so you can mm -hmm. you can actually work out from the the way the contact stored whether they're a customer or whether they've already opted in. Exactly right. Yeah. So as long as they've they've already been uh, cookied in against the market automation platform, we can pull additional information that's coming from that that record, such as their customer status or or whether they're already opted in or not. Yeah. Wow, that's that's cool. That could um, that could definitely help you know maintain um, a larger mailable database, which which is a great feature. Yeah, exactly. Some of our case studies are exactly about that. Is this the idea of maximizing your marketable reach? Uh, and we've had customers again that have, have because it was a complicated problem to fix. Their approach was we're going to do the most stringent form of consent uh, request. Uh, which is normally probably what double, double opt-in, which is the German standard, we're going to roll that out globally. And then after a few months, they realize that their marketing database has just tanked to 5% of what it was. So you know, we can come in and help create a more dynamic, flexible approach to seeking consent that adapts to where the user is um, rather than the page they're on. It's, you know, it's based mm -hmm. on their geography. That's, I, I mean, I think that that could be huge. I've seen clients, you know, lose 90 plus percent of their database by making bad decisions from a GDPR or, or other privacy legislation. So, you exactly. know, that, that could absolutely pay for the tool just in terms of mm, uh, maintaining yeah. a larger database. Yeah. But, this has been fascinating. I've really enjoyed the, the conversation, Tim, and I'm sure people listening will have enjoyed it. Um, if if they're interested in either finding out more from you or, or trying the uh, the platform, how should they go about that? Uh, right. Well, the easiest way is uh, go to our website, which is very easy to remember. It's gatedcontent.com. 
on there. There's some more information. There's case studies. There's a product tour in there. And obviously, there's you can um, you can use our contact form, which uses our own technology, uh, to get in touch. And um, we can do a demo, and we can even set sandboxes up for companies if they're if they're looking um, like a really good fit. Uh, that's fantastic, and I'm sure you know there'll be people who want to do that. So, thank you very much for being on the podcast, Tim. It's it's been a great episode. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Marketing B2B Tech. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast application. If you'd like to know more, please visit our website at napierb2b.com or contact me directly on LinkedIn.